previously on The Stephen Jeff Show. It's important to help people. I've also heard there's some really good money in marriage counseling. Right, Steve? I feel like we've already helped people. But I digress. Dude, we're like average people. Marriage is hard. Are you sure it was one month? But thanks for correcting me right here on the show. Especially during sex. You kept calling me other women's names. I am Lori. Of course, Mary. I mean, you can always check my oil. Lori Jr. isn't your daughter. And he showed me a runza and how to wrap that beef. He is having an affair with Mary. You piece of shit. A day of heightened emotion. Cool. Like your heart. Wakanda isn't even a real place. Luckily, he's a stoner. And in front of God and everybody on this call. Sometimes it's just still you. Maybe you're going to go in a different direction. And we need another business. Right, Steve? Well, Jeff, you know that marriage counseling and the Your Fault Divorce, I think that's going to take off, Jeff. Hey, Steve, it's funny because Kathy and I had this big fight. You know, we celebrate our anniversary, but then we had this big fight. And then the episode says, no problem. Because we right. can get a divorce, one-stop shop. So I'm, I'm really pleased. That show really got me thinking. We do so many shows that are just funny. Because, mm-hmm. you know, let's face it, Jeff, we're funny. And our show is funny. And we do shows that are funny. But, you know, that show got me thinking that, hey, there are important issues out there that maybe we can do some good with. You know, just forget about being funny. We'll do some good. Help some people out. Get some people relief from their problems. I think you're right. I feel like we're journalists. I feel like that's the root of who we are. And yeah, it's, it's nice to do jokes and we have a joke writer now, but yeah. at some point we have to be more serious when the topic requires that. Do you agree? I completely agree, Jeff. And we've got a serious topic tonight. So I don't think, and hey, Jim from San Diego isn't going to like this, but mm-hmm. I don't think we should do our usual joke at the beginning because it's such a serious topic and it just wouldn't feel right to come on the show and start it with something like, you know, oh, okay. Man walks into the doctor's office, sits down and says, now, doctor, this may sound kind of strange, but I have five penises. Yeah. The doctor is <laughs> a little bit in shock. Doctor says, oh my God, how do your pants fit? Man replies, like a glove. See, yeah, we, we don't want to do, do that. Those. We shouldn't yeah. do those. Same thing. I think we need to be more serious. There's plenty of room for jokes like guy goes into the doctor's office and the doctor says, I have some bad news for you. I'm afraid that you're going to have to stop masturbating. The patient says, how come, doc? Why do I have to stop? And the doc says, because I'm trying to examine you. There's a place for that. It's not Exactly. Right. That's exactly it. You know, another show where we're just being funny? No problem. This show, no, Jeff, this show is serious because I hope with tonight's show, we can really raise awareness about a serious problem that I think a lot of people don't know about. There's a serious problem, a serious disease that too many people suffer from. I think my dad suffers from a number of diseases. Most of them are, you know, sexually venereal. Venereal, yeah. Hey, We're not in, talking about that kind of a disease. Oh, no, 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 no. no. It's, what, what are we talking about today? As I say this, Jeff, I know that if we don't go for funny, we might lose some listeners. We might make some of our regular listeners mad. But yeah. everything can't be junior high, Jeff. Even in junior high, there was student council. There were serious things. Mm-hmm. There were issues like we need more candy in the candy machine. And what's up with all these hamburger dishes? Can we get something else? Those were serious issues and they needed to be addressed. And I think as journalists, as you say, we are in a position to address them. We are in a position to make some good in the world. Steve, there's a difference between eighth grade humor and 10th grade humor. What we're talking about here is 10th grade humor. We're all, all the, the way, way to 10th grade. Tenth, maybe the summer before 11th grade. Well, so let's we, not get crazy. So what is this topic? I ran across a little known and very little understood disease. 
Juvenile Tourette's Syndrome. Now, we're all probably familiar with what Tourette's Syndrome is. You know, it's it's awkward, inappropriate words and things. But there's a juvenile version of that, Jeff. Mm -hmm. And too many little kids suffer from juvenile Tourette's syndrome. And I don't think people are aware of it. We really want to raise awareness and hopefully, you know, maybe get some people to donate. I think that'd be really important. And Steve, this is a good example of not having cheap jokes because Tourette's, you always hear people like, oh, they start swearing and it's all funny and stuff. Mm -hmm. This is, we're going to take a serious look at this and and really help some people. So I'm really glad that we're going to go in this direction. Oh, absolutely, Jeff. We are not going to go for the cheap laughs. No, we are going to go for the serious. We're going to go for the consciousness raising. I feel conscious. I think I've been raised. I feel good. So Jeff, let me introduce our guest tonight. We have some very special guests tonight. A young lady named Leanne Bobert. Her daughter, unfortunately, suffers from juvenile Tourette's syndrome. And her one-year-old daughter, little sweet baby Daphne, is with us tonight too. So just the other side of that window, I, you know, let me tap it. We're not going to be funny, but we just got to keep doing certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Maybe it's OCD. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I digress. We've got Leanne Bobert and sweet baby Daphne. Thank you so much for coming today, Ms. Bobert. Welcome to the Stephen Jeff Show. Welcome, Leanne. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for inviting me to bring awareness to this truly tragic disease. You're welcome. It looks like Daphne is taking a nap, but that will give us a chance to talk a little bit about her disease and how you're dealing with it. So, you know, Leanne, for those who are unaware of what juvenile Tourette's syndrome is, let's start with the basic question. What is juvenile Tourette's syndrome? Of course. As some of you know, Tourette's syndrome is a neurological condition that affects people in various forms. They can have uh, involuntary tics such as motor, where they're snapping, you know, waving arms, or vocal, where they might cuss or anything like that. My sweet baby Daphne has the latter the vocal kind. That is so sad. That must be such a challenge around the house. Mm -hmm. Oh, truly. We can't have her near other toddlers. So playdates make it very hard because parents just don't want to hear that. And they just don't understand the the depths that this neurological condition can go. And that's the importance of raising awareness. See, if we raise awareness, Mm -hmm. then maybe some of those playdates could happen after all. Because parents would understand. When did you first realize that little Daphne had juvenile Tourette's syndrome? At about the age of six months. Before then, she would do a lot of crying, screaming. She was a very colicky baby. But my partner, Bartholomew, and I thought that was just normal. Yeah. But then she started talking and we knew something was wrong. Oh, wow. And speaking of the devil, I'm not saying that Daphne's the devil. She's actually the sweetest thing I've ever seen. But yeah, it looks like she's waking up. Hi, sweet baby Daphne. Welcome to the show. You are adorable. I don't even fucking know. Yuck, yuck. She knows a lot of words for only being one year old. That's quite a vocabulary, man. Yeah, she was an early talker, which honestly has been both good and bad, if you know what I mean. Oh, I can see that that could be a problem, but it sounds like she's talking in sentences. Isn't mm-hmm. she really too young? I mean, she's one year old. Isn't she really too young to do that? Uh, do you remember her first words in a sentence? I do. It was really two sentences that she started to say around the same time. One was, 
Hey, cheap fucking bastard. And the other one was, suck my dick. Those were her favorites. Ooh, wow. That's startling. I know people learn languages from hearing from other people, whether it's on TV or online or whatever. Do you mm -hmm. have any idea where Daphne picked up that language? I have no clue. We are very strict in our household, and we really pay heed to what sweet baby Daphne is consuming. We don't really let her watch crazy shows or anything like that. But I did notice that she started this whole trend after spending a weekend with my sister-in-law, Lauren. Oh, and since yeah. then, yeah, it's just been downhill from there. Oh, that makes sense. Hi, this is Steve of Steve and Jeff. Sorry to interrupt this important yet serious episode, but the only reason we're able to bring such important issues to you is because our sponsors support us in our quest. Tonight, I want to recognize the good people on both sides at our sponsor, Farmer Brute. Farmer Brute makes medications that help people just the way Jeff and I want to help people, and we are proud to have them as a sponsor. I'm a regular Placebix user because sometimes a pill that does nothing at all is exactly what I need. And of course, Jeff is a chronic user of many of Farmer Brute's fine products, such as Narcolapse, which helps you forget you ever used drugs in the first place. But tonight, the good people and the other good people at Farmer Brute want to tell you about one of their best-selling products. Valentine's Day is their top sales day, so get ready. Here's Perma-Ace. Are you still wasting all your time looking for a partner with nothing to show for it? Do you envy your asexual friends because their days are not consumed by thoughts of sex? You can ease the pain of trying to hook up with a simple pill we call Perma-Ace. Perma-Ace takes away your desire to hook up. It frees up your time and your mind so you can finally spend time on self-improvement. Become a tennis star, a martial arts expert, even a commercial voiceover professional. Wait, uh, anyway, listen to some of these satisfied customers. My job is so demanding that I never had time for dating. I used to hate that, but now Perma-Ace lets me work 24-7 without a thought about dating. I'm due for promotion soon. Thanks, Perma-Ace. My spouse was so demanding. I used to resent him, but now we both take Perma-Ace and we get along just fine. I used to hate everyone I saw out on dates. I still do, but with Perma-Ace, it's now more of a general dislike. Find out for yourself. Take the 42-day Perma-Ace Challenge. Use Perma-Ace every day for six weeks, and if you still feel a libido, we'll send you your money back. So what do you have to lose, other than a string of dreadful dates and hours wasted thinking about sex? Set your mind and your time free with Perma-Ace. Use of Perma-Ace by some persons can cause a dangerous condition called automotive dysphagia. Stop use of the product if you feel a physical attraction to mid-60s cars. Do not use if you are currently on Molly because, come on, Possible side effects include sudden death, which could be a permanent condition. Some patients in clinical studies developed an obsession with baking or with PBS documentaries. Not recommended for patients over 60. You know why, right? Permace may be less effective if used in combination with THC and smooth jazz. So try Permace and take hooking up worries off the hook.
And now, back to the Stephen Jeff Show. Little Daphne, can you know you look so cute, and we don't have a lot here at Eccentric Ladyland Studios because you know it's a cheap place. Yeah. But I think we maybe got some milk and cookies here. You want some milk and cookies, Daphne? Cats are the wow. I guess not. <laughs> so, Leanne, what is the treatment plan for Daphne or for a typical child that has juvenile Tourette's? That's an excellent question. Lots of different options, uh, different therapies, and all kinds of different stuff that they're able to do nowadays. For us, we're looking at a treatment called language replacement. Uh, This is at least a starting point for us. This is where we help sweet baby Daphne replace offensive words or sentences with ones that are not so offensive, to put it quite simply. Yeah, for example, when sweet baby Daphne says, she bastard, we teach her to say something like, frugal person. Uh. It isn't perfect, but it's progress. And it doesn't help with the rage issues or the outbursts, but it might be a little more palatable for other people in the room, especially on those play dates. Oh, absolutely. I can see that that would make a difference. And you know, Jeff, remember we did a show a few weeks ago with our language softener. Mm -hmm. This is kind of language softening. It's totally language softening. And and it makes perfect sense. It allows her to function still probably being a little bit irritated at times, but at least not offensive. I think that's great. Ms. Bobert, you know, Daphne, just a, just a baby really at this point, just a child, but do you have any ideas about, you know, when she grows up, as she gets older, what type of life is she going to have? What kind of life would she be able to lead as she matures and goes through school and grows up to become an adult? Yuck. Balzac. Yuck. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, well. Hmm. Uh-oh. Well, I I think sweet baby Daphne should be able to have pretty regular life given the the therapy really sticks. I don't see her outbursts as a problem in terms of marriage or having a normal relationship. It's pretty natural for oh, of, for us of, ladies sometimes. A lot of married people talk like that. Yeah. Exactly. That should be fine. Totally. Yeah. 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 Shouldn't be an issue as far as that's concerned. But as far as a professional job, there's a couple that she might be able to do. Many people who suffer from this end up working for things like the government, mm. usually the DMV. Oh, I bet that that makes sense. Yeah, that explains it. My wife always says when somebody gives us like bad service, she says, oh, it's not their fault. You know, they have a condition, but actually mm-hmm. it turns out they probably do. They probably do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Odds are they probably do. But I did listen to your show where you had a joke writer on that gave me an idea. I know there is a type of joke writer who writes insult jokes. uh, Mm -hmm. So I feel like just thinking about it now that that could be actually a good career for her. Although it might kind of contradict the language replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if she's trying to become a, a comedian, I say go for it. She could become the female Sam Kinison. She could be exactly. She could be famous. Oh, this could be wonderful comedy. Mm-hmm. I think that would yes. be great and a lucrative career. You know? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a sure thing. I'm really liking all this awareness stuff. I feel so aware. I'm like full of awareness. I feel like this show was really not a show. It was really like an awareing, and we're going to be awareing it for a long time. I think. 
I don't know if Daphne will understand me, but, you know, I'm going to go ahead and ask Daphne a question. Daphne, you know, how would you feel about being a comedian? Do you think being funny, kind of like what we do, or being a stand-up comedian, perhaps, you think something like that would be something you'd like to do? Huh, well, Sam Kinston's a pretty good model for it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that kind of uh, works. A star yeah. has been born. I Absolutely. know. It wow. wouldn't surprise me if she's channeling her language through uh, Sam Kinison, who I think is hilarious. Speaking of YouTube videos, what about a YouTube video with Sam Kinison's picture and Daphne doing the words behind Sam Kinison? Oh, gosh, wouldn't that be funny? What a great idea. We should put one of those together, Jeff, before Mm -hmm. somebody else does. Then we can copyright it. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk after the show. But you're on a fundraising tour now, too. You're looking to raise money for- And awareness. And awareness. But awareness often leads to money or really- money leads to awareness because when I'm holding money, I'm aware of it. And when I'm giving money to someone, I'm aware of it. So that's raising the awareness is tied in, intimately tied in with the money. Absolutely. One cannot simply go without the other. You know, these treatment plans are not cheap and we have resources for parents and families who are suffering uh, with a loved one with this condition. So anything that you can put forward, please do. I think our listeners who might be tempted to donate, but might be tempted to hang on to the money. Let me just say in true telethon fashion, awareness isn't free. There's a cost to awareness. And that cost is your donation to the Juvenile Tourette's Foundation. I think we all could learn a lot from sweet Daphne. Sounds like she's got quite a bit to say too. So I think the best way to really finish off our show here, because we're we're just about to get kicked out again of Eccentric Ladyland Studios, but I think maybe the best way to finish off our show tonight is just to let Daphne speak. Mm-hmm. Give the microphone to Daphne and just let her Let her tell us what's really on her mind, how she really feels, what's really going on, what the syndrome really is like. So, Daphne, let us know what you're feeling. Hey, G fucking bastard. Suck my dick. Pack. Balls. Shit. Fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, too. I could not have said it any better myself. Still going. Still still going. I'm just telling you. To me, Steve, and this is the best part of the show. Where Ugly. Daphne Shit. really Pay gets me. to show people how valuable her life is, Balls. how important, Deep. how interesting she is. And this could be her comedy Corner. audition, Jeff. An agent could hear this and say, get her on the Carson show, which doesn't exist anymore, hasn't existed for quite a few years, but somebody could say that. They could. They would be wrong, but they could say You know, I'm starting to think the sponsors were okay with the joke writer, even though some of those jokes were a little edgy, and they've been okay with a lot of stuff, Ugly. but I, Shit. Yeah, I don't know if da- <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, take us Balls. out of this show. Uh, sure, Steve. Darn it. Guests of the crud Steve and Jeff show travel on Ignited Airlines. Fudge. Where your comfort is one of their many vague concerns. Poof. Guests receive, shoot, the home version of the Steve and Jeff show, complete with chucks, optional guests, and a real window you can tap. Crap. Each guest also receives a coupon for dinner for three at Freak, Appropriation Station's newest appropriation. Oh, no, I've got to say it. Fa King. When you want the best hot Vietnamese soup, come taste their Fa King excellence. This is Johnny speaking. I'll be taking some time in isolation. But you should follow and subscribe to The Steve and Jeff Show wherever you listen to podcasts. 
I hope we'll all be back on the next Steve and Jeff show. Is that Johnny? Sponsors on the phone? <laughs>